All right, well, welcome to the Movement Church podcast. My name is Matt Labby. I am a lead pastor at Movement Church and really grateful for you joining in with us today. At Movement, we believe that there's tremendous power in story, and we have been able to hear some incredible stories during our time at Movement. And it was really our idea to be able to share some of those stories with you because God is moving in and among us. And we wanted to be able to share those stories with you so you could be inspired and encouraged in your faith story. Really, the entire idea behind movement is that we would look for where God was moving and we would step in that direction and be able to discover him in a new way. And so we hope that you're able to discover Jesus in a new way as we uh, interview our very first ever person on the podcast, our friend, Betsy. Betsy, thanks so much for joining us today. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, we're so grateful that we can talk about your story today. And so to be able to kick things off, I would love to hear more about um, who you are. So where did you grow up and what was life like growing up for you? Okay, well, I grew up about 20 miles out of Chippewa Falls, out in the country, and um, we lived right on the river. So um, it was a beautiful area that we lived, but I didn't have a whole lot of friends per se around me. So I really grew up pretty close to my older sister and my two little brothers. And, um, you know, we just really had a pretty good childhood. I um, was from a Catholic background and mom and dad took us to church every Sunday. It didn't matter if there was 15 inches of snow, we were driving to church. <laughs> and, um, you know, I grew up with saying a lot of prayers in, in the Catholic background. Um, I knew about God and I knew about Jesus um, I knew how to pray the prayers that were recited. However, I didn't quite know Jesus and God yet like I do now. As you kind of moved on to later life, was church always something that you were a part of? And was faith something that was in the background? And what did that look like for you as you were seeking God? You know, it was for a while. And, um, you know, I would say up until my 20s, I practiced the Catholic faith. When I got married, I my husband was from a non-denominational background, and I'd been introduced to that, and I loved it. I felt this new kind of wave inside of me that was just shifting things and shaking stuff up that I'd never known before, being in the Catholic background. Um, and it was, it was really just a neat time for me because that is where I found Jesus, you know, for the first time, um, when I gave my life to him, I would say I was about 26 years old and, um, it was like this, just this wave inside of me just brought something to life <laughs> that had never been there before. And, um, but I still had a long way to go and, um, throughout my marriage, we went through, I was only married for three years. In the few years that I was married, we really tried to go to church together. I tried to get him to come with me and it didn't quite work. So he had children from a previous marriage that I would take to different churches, just trying to find something that would fit that he would then come along with us to church. And I never could quite find that fit. And 
um, then we had Alexis together. And when Alexis was two, uh, my now ex-husband decided he didn't want to be in a relationship with me anymore. And, um, you know, so my whole perception of marriage was broken down. Um, when I got married, I was getting married for life. That was what I thought. Um, so that was kind of where things really took a, a downturn for me as far as faith, not necessarily not trusting in God or, but in pursuing a relationship with him at that time. Wow. Yeah. And I think that your story really connects with a lot of people because I think when we become a Christian, many times we think that everything is going to be easy, that life is going to just happen to us. And it's all going to be um, just smooth sailing from that moment that we receive Christ. But for you, you really receive Christ and, and then things kind of got more difficult. And so what did that journey look like after um, your relationship with your husband? And what was some of your journey uh, after that season? Um, you know, I just kind of was figuring out how to be a single mom. Uh, I think I still am trying to figure that out and she's 17. <laughs> so, and, um, but um, it was a whole new life, a whole new way of looking at things. And I was lost for a while. And yet I know there were so many times that I knew God was there and I can look back now and just see where he was there in my life. I just didn't mm -hmm. quite grasp it like I do now. Right after I got divorced, here I was a single mom with a two-year-old daughter. And I started going back to the Catholic church from having gone to the non-denominational church. And they just were not very accepting of my story. So um, that was hard for me. And I was approached by two young men that were riding bikes and they were very nice. And they introduced me to the Mormon faith. And I think I was so hungry for anything at that point that I just, I just soaked it up you know, and however, I didn't belong to that organization for very long. Um, that just was not the right fit for me. And I know looking back, but that was God, you know, just moving me on. <laughs> um, God was calling me. I was trying to listen and obey the best way I knew how. However, that wasn't the right uh, fit for me. So um, after that experience, I really just lost any connection, I think, with a relationship with God. And I really felt alone. And, you know, I had this daughter I was raising, and I just felt like there was this void I needed to have another person to make our unit a family unit is what I felt like. And um, so I started doing online dating and that was a path that I know now wasn't a good path for me. 
However, it really, you know, I think I take everything that has happened to me and I always want to turn it for good. I want to, um, even though that definitely took me down a path that I wished I would have never been on, um, it has led me to here, to where I am right now. And I think so often if there's things that we just wish we hadn't done or roads we wish we wouldn't have taken, if you look at it now, you just can be almost blessed that you did take them. I, if, you, if you really get in that frame of mind. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And so during that, that season when you were um, looking for something in relationships, what do you think that you were ultimately looking for during that season that maybe you couldn't find in those relationships? Mm. I was looking for unconditional love. Someone that would love me just how I was. I wouldn't have to be any other person than myself. Um, Someone that would fill me with happiness and joy and someone that would just be there for me when I was feeling lonely or, um, you know, if I had a bad day at work or if I was just sad, you know, through that time, my grandma passed away and you know, I felt that, oh, I just needed someone to be there to hold on to me. And ultimately, I think that's who I was looking for. So as you were reflecting back on those experiences and being in those relationships, you were looking for something. And so what was really a pivot moment in your life where you stopped looking for that unconditional love and relationships with another person and started began looking for it when it came to your relationship with God and with faith? So one day I was driving in the car and I had just started in a relationship and kind of thought this guy was, you know, pretty decent and, um, you know, maybe worth seeing where things would go. And I had really at that time turned to Christian music. Um, Christian music was something that flowed in and out of my life a lot. And, um, I had found a Christian radio station that I really loved and I was driving and it's just like discernment is such a cool thing if you listen to it. And now that I look back and just how strong that discernment was, God was talking to me and it almost like, I just, I felt like my tummy was in knots kind of, cause I knew it wasn't right. It wasn't right to be following a relationship with this person. Maybe not that he was a bad person. He just wasn't right for me and my, and my daughter, you know? So I heard it and I listened and I obeyed and it was hard, but yet it wasn't, you know, it was, it was just this really um, kind of gut wrenching moment in the car that I had, but that's really when I just, I stopped and then it wasn't more than maybe a week and I found an online church. I just kind of started searching and I guess they call it church shopping. I don't know, but um, I wasn't comfortable yet going to a church. And so I found a church online and I stuck with that church for about a year. I really grew a lot and I, you know, I would do 
the Bible study every week that they did. They would have a Wednesday night worship that I would tune in online and feel like I was a part of that church. And um, I really grew in my relationship with Jesus so much that first year. Um, I gave my life to Jesus again. And I mean, I was on the floor giving my life to Jesus. And um, it's been awesome ever since. And then, yeah. Wow. I I think it's so powerful that really throughout scripture, we see God speak in different ways. And sometimes it is moments where, you know, he speaks audibly to some people, but to some people, he just speaks in this whisper. And so I love that in your story, in that moment, you and your spirit knew that it was God who was uh, ushering you into this new opportunity with him, a new relationship and depth of relationship with him, and that you listen to that. And I think many times God wants us to be able to listen to those moments of him urging us or prompting us in a certain direction. And so for you to take that step and to be able to begin to uh, restore that relationship with him is absolutely incredible. So what did growing in your relationship with God look like after going to online church? How did God begin to work in your life in a new and fresh way? I was, so I was, you know, going about my online church. I really felt like I was a part of that church, even though I wasn't in a building, I had really found my place there, I thought. And at the end of every service, uh, the pastor would say, find a local church, get involved in a local church, um, reach out and and get involved. But yet I didn't have one around here. I just really felt that I had researched a lot of the churches around here. And in fact, there's one literally I could walk across the street to. And <laughs> Uh, it just wasn't the right church for me. And so I just kind of was okay with how it was going to be. Well, in that time at my job, I, through a person that I was talking with on the phone, she led me to this church in Eau Claire that I'd never heard of. And I was really surprised because I'm pretty you know, I pretty much know about stuff going on, (laughs) but God really wanted me to find this church because there's no way that I should have been talking to this woman and her telling me about this church, if you think about it, you know, and, um, and it was Red Cedar. And my first experience with Red Cedar actually was up in Rice Lake. Um, They had this really neat women's gathering. And the minute I walked into those doors, I I felt at home. So once I had went to the Red Cedar event up in Rice Lake, I felt like, gosh, this is maybe where it's at for me. And so I thought I would try Red Cedar in Eau Claire because it was much closer of a drive, but it was at a movie theater. And I thought, well, hey, that's kind of cool. I won't have to walk into this church and be, you know, just kind of looked at, you know, and, um, it was just a really amazing experience. My life has changed 120% since I found Red Cedar even because now here I am with you at Movement, you and Holly, and um, you and Holly were such a paving way for me through my journey. I think that that is so true, that to see the way that God has been working in your life has been such a privilege for Holly and I. And so as you've seen this thread in your life of looking for unconditional love, 
of looking for somebody who would be there for you in a really difficult season, you know, knowing that you're a single mom and um, how has God been that for you and have you discovered that in a new way? Oh gosh, I, I feel him every day with me and there's sometimes, I guess you don't always necessarily feel that Jesus is with you, but I think it's just knowing that he's with you and remembering that. Um, I can tell him everything. And it's funny because he knows already everything about you, but there's something about expressing it. And sometimes I express it just in quiet prayer. Sometimes, you know, things might be more of a struggle or just more hard to maybe cry out to him a little bit more. And that's okay too. I think I, I feel like I can be whoever I am. If I'm in the car and having a bad day, I can just talk to him and I talk to him, (laughs) you know, I, you know, and it just, I really truly feel that, um, he's, he's with me. He's next to me, sitting next to me in the car. Betsy, one of the things that really strikes me about you is that God has given you such a tremendous spirit of joy. And I think that a lot of people, when they come into contact with you, the question that they're asking themselves is, is where does this woman find such joy in life? So can you talk to me a little bit more about that joy that God has given you, where that comes from? Sure. You know, I think it comes from even back when I was a little girl, I was a happy little girl and especially around family. And back when I was probably seven or eight years old, I have a pretty big family on my dad's side. And my uncles used to always kind of tease me because I would walk around with a tape recorder back in the 80s, that old tape recorder with the cassette. <laughs> and I would interview everybody. And my one of my uncles in particular, he told me, he said, you are going to be our little DJ. And he it's like he spoke that over me from when I was a little girl and um, not to go into it too much, but in my twenties, I did have the opportunity to be on a secular radio station in Eau Claire. And that's a different part of my story, but um, that has been something that has been a part of me. Just radio um, has been a major passion for me and whatever reason, I think now I see it now I know why, but um back then, you know, so again, I'm just very talkative, I guess. Um, I find that joy, I think God's just been inside of me wanting that joy to come out my whole life. And um, there's times when it maybe didn't so much, but now that I'm really in relationship with him and just letting him lead my path, I feel it just, it's just natural. I don't know. It's just me. I love that. So for somebody who's listening today and they're wondering in a, a time period that is very troubling, that there's a lot going on in the world today, there's a lot going on in our lives, what are some things that you would want to share about joy during this season? Oh, definitely. So um, me personally, I I feel that joy is, again, living that personal relationship with God. Um, and of course, what's going on right now it's hard to think that we should even be feeling joy because there's so much negative. Um, You know, you turn on the TV or um, just even through social media, it's constant that we're hearing about 
the coronavirus. And um, so what I really have found throughout other struggle times in my life is that God has a plan and we don't know what it is. You know, it's just, I think I find comfort in that. So I haven't, and not that I'm not worried. I, of course, worry for my parents because they're older, um, just everyone. I don't want anyone that I love to get this, but I think that just trusting God and putting a hundred percent trust in him is where you'll find that comfort. You'll find you won't be as anxious about what's going on, I feel. Um, and that's one thing just real quick that I had to find um, within myself was to trust God. And I really found that in Matthew 6, uh, verse well, verses 25 through 34, but it really starts out um, at 26 where it talks about the sparrows and how they don't even worry where their next meal is going to come from. They don't. And what I love too is they don't build up storehouses filled with food and things because they know God is going to provide. And um, so I myself, I don't have 10 things of toilet paper, you know, <laughs> because I know if the if it all came to it, I God would provide toilet paper. You know what I mean? It's um, but it's more than that in in my life, you know, just being a single mom, you know, finances can be a struggle, but I am telling you, I I pray so hard and then it just things work out. God provides. And now I'm a DJ on WWIB and I'm just it's amazing because I'm truly getting to speak hope. Hopefully I'm speaking hope into people and um giving them other things to think out or think about uh, different things to do that they can keep busy doing maybe with their family or um, different ways to think about what's going on right now. Wow. Yeah. And God has really through a number of different opportunities allowed you to be able to speak into people's lives in that way. And so now you're able to share that joy that God has given you with a, a number of people in that audience at WWIB. So that's that's an awesome part of your story of how God brought you there. Well, one of the things that I love and would love to wrap up with this is I would always want to hear where God is working right now, where you're excited about something that God is doing in your heart and in your life. What's something that you're excited about God's work in your own heart and life right now, Betsy? I'm super excited with Movement Church and just to see already the lives it's changing and um, how much my daughter is changing because of movement. It's it's just amazing. God is working in ways that we don't even know yet. And just how movement came to be. And God knew. He knew this was all happening. And he brought movement. He brought you guys to be able to launch movement in such a efficient way that here we are having to be kind of confined in our homes yet we have this amazing foundation already with movement and you guys can bring that into our homes every Sunday. And that's awesome. And I think there's, I think that's what I'm excited about too, is just the lives that we're going to change with what's going on with us, not being able to all meet because there's people that are in these homes that maybe their husband or wife don't come to church 
And now they're hearing you and they're sitting in on your service. And I think God's just going to move a lot of people through what's going on. Yeah. Wow. And uh, for sure, I think that, you know, in every struggle, there's always an opportunity that God can utilize those things for good. And I think it's during times like this that we have the chance to be able to take a step back, to listen to what God is doing and to step in the direction that he's calling us. So Betsy, I'm so glad that you're able to join us today. I love hearing the way that God is working in and through your story. So grateful that he's brought you to be a part of Movement Church. And I know that there are people listening to this podcast today who are going to be encouraged and inspired in their faith journey. Betsy, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And uh, we can't wait to see how we continue to hear stories like yours throughout our time on our podcast. Thank you, too. Well, we are going to wrap up this week's talking stories. I'm loving hearing, being able to hear Betsy's story. And one of those aspects of her story that really stands out to me is the impact of going to church online, that God was working in her heart and in her life during that season. And we have been able to see God do some amazing things through movement online. So I would love if you could invite somebody to listen to this podcast, invite them to watch and be a part of our weekend services at Movement. And uh, we are just believing that God has amazing things in store. So continue to listen to them. And we can't wait to join you for our next Talking Stories. Have a great one, Movement.